Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Seabell. I'm Fear Factory. I'm from Devil Driver and Cole Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great Jared from Head P.E. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band Honor. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gig. This is Dio Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Catching up with the legendary Frankie of Amur on the Underground. It is Ned. Frankie, how are you, man? Hey, man. Doing all right. How's it going? Yeah, going really good, man. I just wanted to check in first up with you. How crazy is it in your part of the world right now? Did you guys go through the, well, I know that you did. You went through the same sort of toilet paper hoarding and all that sort of madness? Yeah, man, we're all experiencing the pandemic, you know, around the world. It's a pretty interesting time to be alive, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure if I were to go to the grocery store right now, the uh, paper towel, toilet paper aisle still look pretty empty compared to the rest of the store. So it's weird. That seems to be everyone's number one concern is how to wipe their ass. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right, isn't it? I, I just can't get over that sort of thing. But have you stockpiled, Frankie? No, no. I I mean, I knew that the pandemic was coming way before it actually got here. So I was one of those people that I was semi-ready for whatever might happen. I had some extra stuff. I'm not one to buy into hysteria. I think that when an entire group of people are thinking one way, it's better to kind of just examine it rather than be a part of it. Because I think that there's a danger in that kind of group thinking. That's just my personal belief. Oh, I very much agree with that right there. And Frankie, I want to know, man, how have you been staying sane during COVID? I, I see that you've got like a whole bunch of things on the go at the moment, a podcast, Patreon, video game, streaming, the works. What's the main thing that sort of kept you entertained and sane throughout the pandemic? You know, to be honest with you, there are a lot of things I could be doing in Tarim besides music. Like you mentioned, podcasts and this and that. None of that kept me sane, actually. I think it was doing quite the opposite because I felt like I had to have some kind of output or else, you know, like, I don't know, I'm not uh, competing with my peers or doing whatever is kind of expected of, of someone like me, I guess. That's how I felt. So lately, I've actually just been kind of focusing just on myself completely. I've been doing zero internet other than that. Sometimes I read the news. I read a lot more, write a lot more, listen to more music, do a lot more of that, keep myself sane more than anything. I mean, I'm, I'm weathering the storm just like everybody else, you know, just kind of hoping really things kind of turn around to some kind of semblance of normalcy returns, whatever that ends up being like. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, no, I guess no different than anybody else, but I just, I just wanted, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea that like I'm doing anything other than just living life, you know? I'm not like trying to like be like seen on the internet, you know? I, or, I just feel like it, at this point, less is more. I think everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's like reaching, like grabbing at straws, like trying to get everyone's attention and stuff like that. And I just feel like probably in the long term, I'll just step away from that for right now. And then uh, move more strategically, you know, try to create things that are worthwhile and pay attention to and stuff like that. So that's really where my head's at. I don't know if that, I don't know if that even really ex- extrapolates enough on your question. Maybe it does too much, actually. But <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping it together, you know, best I can, I guess. Oh man, I like that right there 100% because like you're saying, there is a lot of people doing all these, well, it seems like it is a bit of a competition of who can do better when it comes to the live streaming, the the Zoom calls and all this sort of thing. And you're saying you're just stepping back from it a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually kind of hate looking at my phone. I try not to. I've been making a rule where, you know, I turn my phone on when I wake up. I look at it, email, whatever, social media, that shit, and I turn it off. And then I maybe like when I eat lunch, I'll turn it on again for a minute and look at it and see like what's up and turn it back off. Like, I, I don't know. I, I see like the world around me and it's like maybe probably 98% of people I see if they're not putting food in their mouth they're staring at their phone and i just i when i start to recognize that i it makes me really kind of dislike that part of myself that falls into that kind of same trap so lately i've been just not doing internet i just feel like i think the, the new form of like true like luxury is to be able to not rely on staring at a screen in the moment you know and alive in the world so i know that maybe sounds like all like you know uh, some hippie shit or whatever people want to say but uh you know, that's just kind of where I'm at. I think the internet is just this, is this constant pull of your consciousness. You know, like you're constantly being dragged into something, you know? Even if though you feel you're, you know, you're the one in driving the car, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're actually only driving the car where the rope will take you. I don't know if that makes sense or sounds too uh, vague or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, but you know, you're going to end up somewhere bad. <laughs> like, it's just... That's just what the, the internet's like cute pictures of stuff and then like shitty people. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that's all you really get. Uh, you know? I mean, I mean obviously I mean I, I use like YouTube and like I like looking at shit and like watching cool stuff and music and stuff, but like anything beyond that, like I'm, I'm not really with it. I'm, I'm good just on my own island right now. Oh, I like that man. Definitely take the time out. And you're you're right there too. It's everyone is like you said, either eating or on their phone or, or doing the same thing man like it, it's crazy how much smartphones have taken over yeah i mean you know the visual i get in my head when i say that is i was i left i went grocery shopping like the only thing i could even do because everyone's closed anyway <laughs> so i'm grocery shopping and i'm leaving and I, I walk past the fire truck and the fire department must have got called there at some point and now they're just sitting there in the parking lot every single person is staring at their phone and i immediately started thinking like what would these guys be doing 30 years you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I try to think of what I was alive then. I was, al I was alive before cell phones, and I still can't even picture what these guys are doing. <laughs> like, not seeing them staring at their phone is like, were they staring at books? I mean, I don't, I do it. It's such, it's really weird, you know, that that thought can even cross my mind. You know, like, I can't remember what life looks like now because this all I see is that it's what everyone's doing it's not like oh yeah that's what everyone used to do it's like no it's just there's none of that it's all gone and I, I'm cementing it a little it's going, it's, I'm putting it on a little heavy but yeah I'm just trying to like stay away from all stuff. you know I think it's, I think it's actually starting to become really bad nah man I 100% agree with you there you drive past a bus stop you know train station whatever that's all people are doing but man let's switch things up to this new album Hindsight definitely nothing soft once again how's the recording process behind it it was definitely a challenge because you know i think that look at yourself our previous album to hindsight in 2017 i believe is you know a top tier great amazing album especially for the in your discography i would almost say it's my magnum opus if i had to get high off my own tier you know what i'm saying i think i think it's really good but i i didn't i knew that knowing that that might kind of be true I decided to not try to top this one and just kind of make something that would be unique, that would become a new experience for listeners, but still kind of hold on to, not still kind of, but definitely still hold on to the Emir tone and sound and what we're known for, which 
in my mind, is being known for a band that's abrasive, tenacious, fun to listen to, raw, you know, in your face. All these terms, I think, really sum up what the Emir sound is. So hopefully we can attempt to create more of that environment. And I think hindsight, even though, again, it was a challenge, I think we at least executed that. Oh, yeah. Very well answered there, man. And that's exactly what I was looking for. I was also reading, Frankie, that you were a bit of a fan of Fred Durst and John Davis. They were influences when you were growing up. You've definitely sort of taken that sound in, to a whole nother level right there. And I noticed that you performed alongside Twisted last year at New Year's Evil 2019. How was it working with Twisted and how did the fans respond to you? It was, I mean, it was a cool, you know, opportunity for us. I mean, Emir doesn't really, like, we don't discriminate, you know? Like, we don't care, like, what your genre is, like, what you're known for, what kind of fan base you have. Like, we just want to be a part of a good environment, you know? That's all I really care. Just work with people that take take this you know, music business shit, like, serious, you know what I'm saying? And Twisted is very respected in the world that they come from. And, you know, we saw it as a great opportunity to, like, rub necks with people that are doing the same thing we're doing. They're just, they're just doing it on a different part of the place. Playground, you know what I'm saying? Same game, just live with different people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was cool. As far as the fans, yeah. I mean, I think I it's, honestly, it's just, I don't know how this comes across, but I was surprised there was in, in your fans there. Like I was like, there were people that showed up to see us play. I was like, oh shit, that was cool. So um, I think that we were an asset to the show. You know, I think that we brought our own kind of audience and the people that put got put on to us for the first time. And there were definitely people that came up to us like, hey, like, you know, I never heard you guys since tonight. That was pretty cool. So uh, that's kind of the whole mission, you know, and if you're not a band willing to like do that, like kind of exit your comfort zone, so to speak, you're doing just a disservice to yourself, you know? So yeah, I think it was, it was cool. You know, they were nice guys. Not that we really saw them too much. You saw them at the hotel for a brief moment, but that's the nature of the business, you know? Yeah. I love that right there. And I think more people should have your sort of attitude in the music scene these days, man. And I want to hear a Twisted and a Mule collab. That'd be a pretty cool right there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, my phone doesn't ring, so I don't know if that ever crossed their mind, but yeah, it sounds like a nice idea. Yeah, I like it, man. So from hindsight, we've heard Pig's Ear, Gypsy Disco, Uncontrollable Descent, and just recently, I've seen God. All have been released. We've got videos for them. What's up next? Uh, we have a super top secret project coming out that's going to be attached to the new album that's going to be uh, something we've never attempted before. Uh, oh. So I don't want to say what it is, but it's really cool. Hopefully fans dig it. It is, it is new music, so you know that much I can at least say. But how we're presenting it will be brand new, so I'm excited for that. Oh, a bit of a case of watch this space. I like it right there, Frankie. And and really quickly before we run out of time here, I'm, how do you think the scene's going to bounce back from COVID? Damn, I wish I had a prediction that was worth listening to because I'm just like everybody else. I have no idea what's coming. I like to think that there will be a time when 400 to 1,000 people can meet up in a room that's too small and, you know, jump all over each other and be a part of the uh, entrenched energy that is, you know, a metal and hardcore show or whatever. I just don't know when that's going to be. Like, I want that to be the future, but no clue when that could happen. Things are just so fucked up right now. It seems like we're just kind of so far removed from that in terms of possibility. So, hey, hopefully, if Emir does get to play, uh, if it's not in the environment that I mentioned, I'm more than happy to play to people sitting in their car or whatever people are doing now <laughs> to see live music. I don't, I don't mind. So, if, anyone, if anyone's looking for an act to experiment on, know that we're out there or down. <laughs> 
Oh, I love that right there. And yeah, yeah. like you, like you say too, Frankie, a metal mosh pit or a, or an Amur mosh pit probably would be the worst case scenario for the COVID right now, wouldn't it? It ticks every box of what not to do with getting slammed and whatever. It's uh, hopefully it'll happen sooner rather than later, but it's just scary times. Yeah, so that's, that's definitely how I would describe it to you. It's a very, uh, there's all these, uh, you know, uncertainties about, you know, what's going to happen to this whole, and, you know, way of being and life and everything. So we're all dealing with it in different ways, man. I'm just grateful that, you know, people in my life are healthy and hopefully people I fuck with uh, Emir will be around to see us come back post-COVID, you know, doing our thing. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Well, we're looking forward yeah. to getting back out to Australia very soon. Before I let you go, can you let me know your fondest memories of being out here? Well, we were just there not too long ago for the Good Times Festival, and that was that was a blast. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Australia is a place that, like, slowly started to warm up to us and, and now I, I can't I love being there so I really you know I can't say enough good things about me every experience so thus far I mean we've had some crazy times we've had some uh crazier times I don't know it's, it's, it's definitely an awesome place I'm very grateful that people uh have, have been turned on to us there you know it's a really cool feeling oh yeah that is awesome man well very much looking forward to you getting back out here and very much looking forward to everyone hearing this brand new album Hindsight it is out Friday June 26 and you can pre-order now through Sharp Tone Records or of course pre-save digitally links will be up on our website be sure to hit this man up on facebook facebook.com slash the frankie palmeri and all of the merch details all that sort of thing at the website as well frankie thank you so much for joining us man yeah man thank you this has been another presentation from the gray wolf entertainment network graywolfentertainment.net